player 2 has joined the game. Hey yo, what's up everybody and welcome to episode 114 of the Two Player Co-op Podcast. As always, I'm one of your hosts here, Kevin, along with my brother from my mother, Sean. How are we doing? Fantastic. Uh, we are live, if you're watching us right now, we are live on the Nerd 901 Extra Life Stream 2018. Raising money for those big, beautiful kids. Thank you guys so much for watching us. We really do appreciate it. How are you doing today, Sean? Uh, I'm doing good. How about you, sir? I'm doing good. How's Solar doing? Solar is worrying about the audio. James, Should be good. We got you. Just hurry up home. I mean, hurry home. Hurry home. Um, <laughs> How do we know he's not home? Because I, I, he said he was rushing home and he sent me a funny gif. Oh. Um, yeah, so the real, the main reason we're here, if you're just now joining us, we're doing this for the children at Lebanon Children's Hospital right here in Memphis, in Memphis Tennessee. Uh, cheap pop. Um, but seriously, uh, the main reason we're here, we're raising money for the kids. Be sure if you're out there watching, listening, uh, reading, whatever you're doing, be sure to donate. That's really why we're all here. Check out extra. Well, I mean, if they're in the chat, well, I mean, if you're in the chat and you're reading us, you're probably also watching us and you're probably also listening to us. Uh, check out extra dash life dot org slash team slash nerd901 to donate. Uh, we'll go ahead and get Nick to drop a link in the chat just to be sure. Um, that's what we're here for is to donate to the kids. So if you're watching live, check out that link in the chat. Get your donations in. It's for a good cause. Thank you all for being here. For a good cause. We've had a lot of fun with a great group of people. Um, it's been a lot of fun today and the first of many extra life streams here at Nerd901, Nerd I would assume. Um... So if this is the first time you're watching us, either on Twitch or after the fact on YouTube, make sure you go to youtube.com slash two-player co-op. Hit that like button. Hit the subscribe button. Hit the little bell button so you know whenever we post a video, you get notified right away because YouTube doesn't like to, to, to actually notify you when new videos go live because YouTube is not great. Uh, so also, if you're just joining us, I want to make sure we get a good view of this. Uh, the scoreboard here shows Sean, 13, Kevin, 11, because it rhymes with Kevin. 11, 11 rhymes with Kevin. Uh, we had our best of 25 Ultra Street Fighter 4. Why is this so sticky? This is stuck to my hand. What is that's happening? What she said. What are you doing? It's stuck to me. It's magnetic, and that's metal. I, nope, that was my skin. Well, your skin is your, your presentation It's tool. sticky. It's probably... It's sticky. Uh, so uh, I won the rubber match of our... Best of three, best of 25, Street Fighter competition. So best of five. <laughs> best of five until Kevin wins. Yes. Uh, 13 to 11 in another highly contested Street Fighter tournament. Uh, we always seem to go right down to the wire. Always a good time. I do have to say, I made a heck of a comeback. He did. I was, I was down up 12 to 8. I was up, yeah. I was up 12 to 8. I got it to 12 11. Got it to 12 11, and then I finally got that last win to I put it away. It. Yeah, good job. Uh, always a good time. Uh, so yeah, that's what you've missed so far. Uh, back to Kevin. Back to Kevin with sports. Back to you, Poppy Harlow with CNN News. Poppy um, Harlow. I don't know. That's that's anything. Anyways, I mean that's uh, anything. That's anything. So you monitor. Sean's gonna be monitoring the chat. If Logan uh, wants to talk any smack or anything like that, Sean Logan is here it. with us while his stream's on fire. Logan, I hear you. We went through we this went earlier. This was on fire earlier. The the pain is real. Uh, 
Oh, really? Yeah. Hey, shout out to IP. Sorry, guys. Yeah. It's, I don't, again, like I said earlier, it happens. we were off the air. I don't know how Kind of Funny does this for a living. I don't know how anybody relies on the internet. It is what it is. Um, so let's get right into it. Sean. Have you been playing anything? That, by, by the way, the as, if you read the thumbnail, if you're watching on YouTube, I mean, if you read the description, or if you saw our tweet and whatever, what we're going to do is go over our top 10 games of all time. This is a very special episode for a very special cause. We've been needing to update this for almost three years now, but we're going to go over our top 10 games of all time after we get through a little bit of other news. Yes. Sean, have you been playing anything this week? Uh, other than practicing a little Street Fighter last night, which paid off. Oh, um, I don't think I've really played since when we we just podcasted like a week ago, right? Yeah, I, I was much better against the computer. I played. Than you see, I sucked against the computer. I was I playing know. on medium hard. I couldn't get past the third fight. Um, um but uh, let's see. In the last week since we podcasted, no, I don't think I really played anything. Okay. What about you? I know you played a little Full Blast, whatever that is. Why don't you tell the people about Before it? Before I get to that, I, I did play a little bit more Hollow Knight. It's still not clicking. Um, I want to like that game more than I do. We'll see if it sticks with me or not, but I'm about uh, three days or four days away from Hitman right now. Or no, three days away from Hitman 2 right now, and that's going to take up a whole bunch of my time. Uh, so we'll see how that goes. But as of now, Hollow Knight just isn't doing it for me. We'll see how it goes. Um, yes. We are up to $1,640 for Extra Life. That's fantastic. Thank you. Thank you guys so much. Everything Thank you very much. That's this awesome. Been a lot of fun. Uh, we, we've still got some reward tiers to hand out here after this podcast, I think. At least I do. Thanks, Mom. Kevin's, Kevin's got a, a debt to pay here. Yeah. I poop. It'll make sense. Just, it, yeah. Um, so, yeah. What's the link again, Sean? extra-life.org slash team slash nerd901. Fantastic. It's in the chat. In if you're chat. here with us live, check the chat. Uh, there's can, a link there, courtesy of Nicholas. one Nick Schifani. They can also donate after this ends, yeah, correct? Yeah. So once this Again, goes live, Again, Logan is donate. mentioning, I got to make Kevin eat a ghost pepper. So Logan, here's the thing about that. We couldn't find any ghost peppers, but what we do have is a container, a little vial of concentrated ghost pepper seasoning, literally the ingredients say ghost pepper seasoning or ghost pepper. It's literally, it's made of ghost pepper. It's ground up, dried up ghost pepper. So we couldn't find a ghost pepper, but in lieu of that, we will, uh, not we, whoever the person you choose, um, will be eating. What do we say? Half a teaspoon is what? Yeah. A half a teaspoon of concentrated Ghost pepper powder. We have, we have a question from the audience, Nick Schifani. Uh, yes. So, so at this point in the evening, uh, have we started to decide to like kind of haggle down the prices? What I'm saying is, if, if Logan not for ghost pepper, I think anything is negotiable. Right, right. If Logan says, "Hey, I will donate fifty dollars if and only if Kevin will eat a half a teaspoon of ghost pepper no. powder," yes. then I think we have to take that into consideration. Okay, so Jess. When she's not watching, no, she's not. She's at dinner. When you watch after the fact, just know that when I'm having my issues, my stomach issues later, it's Logan's fault. All right, Logan, uh, it's on you, buddy. Hashtag Team Young. Hashtag Team Poop. All right. So I have been playing. Who's that? Oh, it's Nick. <laughs> there's a fantastic game called Yes Full Blast. Yes. And I just got to say, this game might be a contender for Game of the Year. 
Okay. I played it on PS4 and I played it on Vita, and I gotta say, in a span of one hour, I got two platinum trophies. I am now up to 28 platinum trophies. Greg Miller, Colin Moriarty, this is your fault. I just... So, I will say, I watched you play this a little earlier. It does sound... Why do you keep doing your, that? Your levels are super high. Oh. Um, I, so, so, I watched Kevin play this earlier. It does look fun. It's, it's a vertically scrolling shooter. It, it's a I lot will of say, fun. it does look fun. However, this is straight up platinum bait. Yes. Easy platinum, just... I don't know. So back when we did our pet peeves episode, this you was were one saying, of my pet off peeves. My was the whole trophy thing. I just don't get it. Uh, now I will say, for five dollars, this actually does seem like kind of a fun game. It's a vertical scrolling shooter like Xevious, yes. like nineteen forty two, forty three, forty four from the the you know back in the the back in the day and everything. But yes, exactly. It's it did it fun. did look fun. I will say it did look fun. I'll give you credit for that. But I just. The, the trophies, you're killing it with the trophies. I, I am killing you. I'm kicking you are killing I'm me. up it's 28 like to 2. To 2, yes. Well, we'll see how that goes. But really, that's all I've been playing this week. Um, other than practicing Ultra Street Fighter 4, and that didn't really Which work did out not pay well off. for me. Uh, it did work out in a heck of a comeback, but I could not pull it off. <sighs> that's all I've been playing this week. Sean, is that it for you? Uh, yeah, I haven't really gotten to play anything. All right, since this is a very special episode, let's jump right into the news of the week, Sean. Does that sound good? Sounds good. Shit. Oh, do you remember our old... Remember yeah, when we used to do what, the, That's what I was going for. Yeah. We don't have that anymore. Uh, shout out to the old days before YouTube when we would enter the... Breaking news music. That was yeah, why did we drop that? Just because we went to... It was too much work. I mean, if you would like to edit the podcast, we can bring it back. That's fine. Okay. All right. First up this week, there was a whole hullabaloo about a little game called Diablo Immortal, Sean. All have right. Have you heard about this? I have not. Diablo Immortal is a new mainline mobile Diablo game set between Diablo 2 and Diablo 3. Donation. If, Can't if read that it. was Logan, I swear to God. <laughs> was it him? No, I wish. All right. Logan's, Logan's is coming, though. All right, it's a new mainline game set between Diablo 2 and Diablo 3. You still have the same six classes, Barbarian, Monk, Wizard, Crusader, Demon, Hunter, Demon Hunter, sorry, Demon Hunter, and Necromancer. Uh, but the big thing is they announced this game at BlizzardCon. Okay. When you go to BlizzardCon, Sean, if there's going to be a big announcement that you're leading up to and it's the last thing on the show, do you think it's going to be a mobile Diablo game? Uh, that's not what I would expect. That's not what I expect either, and it's not what anybody else expected. Uh... People were not happy. If you can believe that, in 2018, people weren't happy, Sean. Wait, wait, wait. You're telling me, in 2018, people got upset about something? Yes. I refuse to believe that, sir. That is correct. That is correct. Here's the thing. So, they announced this game to close out their show, when a lot of people were hoping for Diablo 4, like a teaser or something, whatever. They closed it out with that, and then they did a, a Q&A after. And this guy got on the microphone. He became a meme for all of all time. And he asked them, quote, is this an early April Fool's joke? And everybody said, oh. And then when the guy that worked for Blizzard that was up there doing all the announcing and everybody's booing and everything, he's like, do you all not own phones? Now, I don't think either side are in the right on this. I, yeah, I'm with you. I do think you cannot close BlizzCon, BlizzardCon, whatever the whatever it is, with 
Oh, good. We anna- we unlocked the Benjamin thing. Oh, whatever that means. <laughs> um, you cannot close BlizzCon with a mobile Diablo game. You're just you have to read. You're the room. asking for it. You have yeah. to know. Now, however, though, is it right to for this guy to say is this early April Fool's joke and like ooh, you're you're. It's like I, uh oh, what Logan says he did a thing. Oh God! <laughs> All right. <laughs> is it right to be mad at the developers? Absolutely not, because they're doing their job. If you're going to be mad at anybody, yeah. be mad at the Activision heads and everything, by the way. Or just be mad at yourself for setting your expectations too high. Well, so then they went online. Everybody went online, and they said, you know what? We're going to downvote this trailer to hell. So they did. So the gameplay trailer, the review trailer, they're, they're two of the most downvoted uh, videos ever on YouTube. Shocking, right? I mean, knock yourself out. Um, also... By the way, according to Jason Schreier, who is never wrong. Friend of the show. Yes, yes. Jason, you're in the <laughs> chat. How's it going? Um, oh, no. Somebody, oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Somebody donated 50 to me. Oh, Logan. <laughs> Logan, what'd you do? Okay. By the way, apparently, according to Jason Schreier, who is literally never wrong, a Diablo 4 announcement was pulled at the last second. This comes from Kotaku. When Blizzard's sole Diablo announcement at this year's BlizzCon turned out to be a game for phones, it set off a firestorm of angry reactions from fans who had hoped for a new Diablo on PC. But what about Diablo 4? The article originally stated that Blizzard had recorded a video planned for BlizzCon in which co-founder Alan Adham talked about a new Diablo game. Although we can confirm, not me and you, but Jason Schreier, yes. that the video was made, Blizzard disputes that it was planned for BlizzCon. Quote, first off, we want to mention that we definitely hear our community. We generally don't comment on rumors or speculation, but we can say that we didn't pull any announcements from BlizzCon this year or have plans for other announcements. We do continue to have different teams working on multiple unannounced, multiple unannounced Diablo projects, and we look forward to announcing when the time is right. So basically, Schreier said, apologize if it's misinformation, but Jason Schreier has literally, I don't think, ever been wrong about anything. It Mm, it makes sense. If if you're going to announce Diablo Immortal, which, by the way... A Diablo mobile game makes sense to me. I don't to me, p- that's how Diablo plays anyway. It's walk it's, around, hold down the attack button, right. and he just... <laughs> like, that screams mobile to me. Now, I've never been a big Diablo fan to begin with. However, the little bit I've played of the whole series, it really screams mobile to me. I agree. So... I, I'm excited. I actually, I tried to sign up for the beta, but all they had on the website was Android, not iOS yet. But I'm like, it makes sense to me. Uh, Diablo Four is coming. That's that's been. It's clear. obviously coming. Yeah. Yes, I think that's already been leaked before this. But d- no, you know, it's it's fine. <laughs> Paul. Um. <laughs> we we did that one. I did that one. Oh, did you do that one? Yeah, yeah. we did that one. <laughs> that's all right. Do this one. Should we do it right now? Let, let's finish this news story and then I'll do it. Yeah, finish the news clip. Yeah. Um. It's like. Now, I, I, I might be a little bit of a hypocrite because when uh, Konami announced Metal Gear Survive, I was ready to burn them down. Like Seth Rollins. Like Seth Rollins. Yes, yeah. just do it. I can't do it. I don't have the... Burn it down! That's the best I can do. Burn it down! There oh it is. <laughs> that was scary. Fantastic. Um, <laughs> you've got... If you're going to announce something like Diablo Immortal, 
You yeah. have to do it the right way. Either lead off the conference with it and end with Diablo 4. So or what were the other announcements then? That this is what they closed with? I don't with. freaking know. I don't, Heroes of the Storm got something and work. I don't, I don't know. I don't care. Okay, fair enough. But read the room. Like, you got to know. So, like, like what Chris Raygun pointed out on, uh, uh, what's it called? Sacred Symbols with, with that, Colin. Yep. He pointed out, it's like Gears of War, annou- or Microsoft announced at, the, at E3. Gears 5, well, Gears 5, Gears, like, uh, like Halo Tactics something. Yep. And then a Gears Funko game. You yep. don't just announce a Gears of War Funko Pop game, correct? Correct. Holy Katie Forbes. Thank you, Katie. Damn. Shout out to Katie. Holy cow. That looked like a lot of money. That was a lot of money. That was a lot of money. Um, thank you, Katie. Uh, also, like, when... When Bethesda announced Fallout 76, yeah, sorry. When <laughs> when Bethesda announced Fallout 76, correct. They're like, yeah, we're making an online Fallout game. We know you don't want that. However, what what what, what the hell is it called? Elder Scrolls 6 is coming. Yeah. And this other Star what Starfield is coming. Like we're working on yeah. other games. We know you don't want this, but there's other stuff coming. That's how you do one of these announcements if you're asking me. Correct. Any other thing? Any other thing? Any, you know? <laughs> any other thing? I don't know. Blizzard is just uh, Blizzard's just kind of whatever. I don't. I don't care about Diablo. I don't care about World of Warcraft. I don't care about Overwatch. Like, Ugh. give me Starcraft three. Give me Warcraft four, and maybe you'll have my attention. But other than that, Blizzard, whatever. I don't care. You know what else has my attention, Sean? What has your attention, Kevin? Old Dominic's bourbon. Do you know that in 1866, Dom- Dom- Dominico Canali Spirits business was booming? Mm-hmm. Oak, Oak Age whiskeys came rolling into De Canali and Company Warehouse, Hewling Station in Memphis. Any bottled featuring the Old Dominic brand, any bottles featuring the Old Dominic brand, was known to set the bar high for whiskey drinkers far and wide. Now. Canali's great-grandsons, Alex and Chris, have revived that very whiskey. The whiskey name, Hewling Station, is a tip of the hat to Dominico's life work. This small batch of whiskey will set a new bar today right here in Memphis, Tennessee. Cheap pop. So whether you're in a restaurant, walking the aisles of local liquor stores, or needing a timely gift, make sure it's Old Dominic's Hewling Station whiskey. Old Dominic is located in the heart of downtown Memphis right here on Front Street. Don't miss out on any of their fine products that make that take pride in providing you a true sip of Memphis. Old Dominic set the bar. We are the bar. We raise the bar. We we are. We are. We don't raise the bar. We are the, we bar. Are the bar. All right, Logan. Logan's got to pop out. Thanks for stopping by, Logan. It's wicked hot. Thank you, Logan. We'll did, make sure. Did he make me do we'll make whatever? sure Kevin eats that ghost pepper powder. Did he make me do it? Yeah. You, your your Team Young stuff can just, man. In, in case he's not available to watch the stream as it happens, I'll make sure to record it. Thanks. All right. Sean. Yes, did sir. Did you know something that is very exciting to the two of us? What? There may be a new Zelda game coming. What? What? Tell me about it, Kevin. Well, this comes from IGN, Sean. Hashtag Team Young. Love you, Yogan. Yogan? <laughs> Who's Yogan? Love you, Logan. <laughs> All right. This comes from IGN. Nintendo appears to be starting work on a new Legend of Zelda Zelda project, <laughs> according to a pair of job listings. First spotted by Reset Era user Guru Guru, the listings are for a 3D CG designer and a level designer. 
Neither reveals much about what sort of Zelda project the developers would be working on at Nintendo, but do have call-outs to a few Legend of Zelda franchise staples. Unsurprisingly, Nintendo wants the designer to have experience working on action games and to be able to work on designing terrain-like fields and dungeons. Similarly, the level designer needs to have worked on planning video game dungeons, fields, and enemies. Interestingly, Nintendo also wants the designer to be capable of working on in-game events. The listing doesn't specify what's meant by this, so it's it's unknown if Nintendo is referring to traditional story elements or something more familiar with multiplayer-focused games. Also unclear is whether or not the two developers would be working on a new unannounced game for Switch, 3DS, or mobile. Kill the 3DS already, seriously. And don't give us a mobile Zelda game. Or DLC for 2017's Breath of the Wild. Nintendo president Shuntaro Furukawa. Why is that's It's... Ugh. It just makes me sad to say Nintendo's president and not say Iwata. Well, yeah. Yeah. <sighs> He said last month he wants to see more DLC for the company's existing major titles. Nintendo is also reportedly working on a Zelda game for mobile platforms. So, Sean, what do we think this is? Do we think... I, I, I will say right now, this is not a new 3D Zelda game. Do you concur? I don't necessarily concur, but okay. I'm also... Th- I'm very torn by this because part of me is happy that there's a new Zelda coming. No matter but what. at the same time, it's like, obviously, there's new Zelda coming. The other part of me is kind of upset that that means they're just now hiring for this game, which means we're not seeing this game for years. Yes. So, but I went back and forth with uh, Solar about this on Twitter. And remember, about a year ago, we found out that they had moved the 3DS Zelda team over from the 3DS to work on a new Zelda game as well. What I think is happening, I do think whatever is happening is a new 2D Zelda game, and I think they're putting the finishing touches on it, is what I think. I hope so. Now, when I say new, I mean, doesn't exist right now. I, they're working on a 2D Zelda game. Right. Question from the audience. Yeah, uh, yes, Paul Schiaffini. Would y'all prefer a 2D yes. game? Yes. 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 Hands down? Yep. Yes. I would love to see... I want to see a traditional Zelda game. I want to see... I mean, obviously, like... I want to see Ganon, and I want it to be in Hyrule. None of this, like... Yes, Beast Ganon. Well, in... Oh, we've never seen Ganondorf in 2D, have we? That's true. This guy. I like the way you think. Okay. Um, See, I'm okay with either. I just want a Hyrule game. I don't want uh, Termina. I don't want... Kohalan uh, uh, Island. I want Hyrule, and I want Ganon. I don't want Wizard. What's his name? The Wizard. Fish. Yeah, like I want a more or less traditional Zelda game. Do y'all think as like things change as far as feminism and alternating cultures and everything like that? Do you think we'll ultimately see a game from Zelda's perspective versus Link's perspective? I think we will definitely get. The, so the question we already have, here. right? On the 3D, 3D, uh, uh, the, what was it? What was it? The, was it? The, what was the, the pants? What was the thing with okay, Zelda's CDI, Revenge? CDI, CDI thank you. We don't you. speak about Zelda's that Revenge or whatever. I think no. Zelda's Revenge. <laughs> whatever it was. But to be fair, no, I think we will. Yes. Sheik is a badass. I think, I, I think we'll see that eventually. Yes. The thing that's weird about that to me. When I remember playing Ocarina for the first time. I 
I thought she was a girl. But the way they talk about it in the game makes it sound like, it's who is this guy? Yeah. And then it's like, oh, it's Zelda. I'm like, okay, well, the whole time I thought it was a girl. So I'm like, why are all these, why do they keep referring it to as, as him? I'm like, Maybe. Well, it's it also like be, if yeah. you think about like Symphony of the Night, Konami, they, they all they always talk about Alucard as a beautiful boy and all this other stuff. So there's yeah, like Alucard could easily be a girl in America that you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But what I do think I think we get eventually we'll we will get a Zelda's adventure game or something like that, but I think that will be a three D, not two D game, is what I think. What I will say is a full switch console game? Yes. Yeah, uh, and they, they need to kill. They just need kill to. The three, I love my 3ds, God, but the 3DS. just start focusing on the Switch. Yes, I would love. I'd be totally fine with a Zelda-based Zelda game. The but Legend give me, of Link. Give me Zelda. Don't don't give me Linkle. Yeah, I'm not having just, Linkle. Yes, if you're gonna give me a female, give me Zelda. Yes, let me control yeah. Zelda. Do I have to save Link? Perfect. Totally fine with that. But don't give me Linkle. Like, and I will say, just, I loved the what, what they did with Zelda in Breath of the Wild. And we'll talk about that here in a little bit. Um, I love what they did with Zelda in Breath of the Wild because she was like the most powerful she's ever been. And she's like, I'm going to hold this dude in this castle for 100 years until you wake your lazy ass up. That's the only thing. Yeah. Yeah, she was. Yeah. Essentially, and and then Zelda had her her bow and arrow and was extremely powerful. So do y'all think that is like was that the start of the shift towards maybe involving her as a primary character to play? I don't think. I think it was more Linkle, honestly. Okay. I think it was Linkle, and I think it was also in in the uh, just the, the 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 Hyrule Warriors. Could you play as Zelda in that, or was it just Linkle? I I know nothing about that. Yeah, I know nothing about that. Well, we'll rely on somebody to research that here in a, in a minute. But, but I think... But, okay, I think there's... By the there's, way, Twilight Princess, if you could get past those first five hours, one of my favorite Zelda games of all time. But it, those, starts, it starts very slow. It starts very slow. It, it's hard to go back and play it after you've already played it, is what I say. So, thank you. Well, no, I, I'm not ready to move on yet. Excuse me? 2000. Bring that microphone over there. Uh, let's hand this off to one Nick Schifani for some late-breaking news. Late-breaking news. Uh, thanks to a lot of our friends, Logan, Grant, Ian, and Katie Forbes, we have now reached over $2,000. So thank you very much. <laughs> Super awesome. So I hate That's I didn't mean to interrupt awesome. you on that, but no, I thought, that felt like that was – yeah. Thank you all. Fantastic. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Uh, so let's go back to Zelda. So – I hope it's a 2D Zelda game. Even if it's... If, a, if it's I hope it's a 2D Zelda. Link's Awakening remix. Or... That... and See, that I'd be okay with. That's not no, Hyrule that, or I'm, Ganon, but that's a great game. Great game. I'd be totally fine with that. Do I think we will see a full AAA Zelda, like you are Zelda game? That I don't know. I'd be fine with it. I would welcome it. I would love it. To me, it almost seems like if they do that, it's going to be... That'll be the Zelda mobile game they release, where you're playing oh. as Zelda. Like I can just see them doing that. I, do yeah. I see a full Switch game where you are Zelda? I, I don't know. I think they will. I'd be I totally they, fine with that. I, I just I think, don't know if I see it. I, I think they will. 
Because, again, because they're a Japanese developer, and I think Sheik is awesome. I think it happens. I think it happens. I, mean, I would I would certainly welcome it, but I, I just don't know. Thanks for answering the question. Absolutely. Thank you, Paul Schifani and the crap. Sean, yes, you want to talk Final Fantasy 15 and be really depressed? Sure. Okay, guess what? What? Uh, uh, ha- Hajime Tabata has left Square Enix. Mm-hmm. And three out of the last four DLCs for Final Fantasy 15 have been canceled. <laughs> So, episode whatever is coming out in March, and then after that, nothing else. Do you care? I'm not really at this really? point. Really? Okay. I mean, I haven't played any of the DLC. I know they had like the. You don't want to fish? Uh, no, there's enough fishing in the original game for me that I never did. Um, that game did not age well. I was so it was when your it first game came out. I know, but I also think that was a very weak <laughs> year. This is true. Um. I don't know. Uh, to me, there hasn't been a, a good... Well, Final Fantasy XV was good. Um, I like that they were ambitious with that game and putting it in more of like a real-world setting. You're driving a car on a highway. Props to them for that. And I enjoyed it. It was a good game, but, man, that this the, the series just... 12 was fantastic. I think it's better than a lot of the, the credit it gets. Although, the more time goes by it does seem like more and more people are really coming around on that game i've loved 12 since it came out and i was gonna say i feel like you were one of the ogs when it came to yeah and now a lot of people seem to really like that game and i'm one of, again i'm one of the few people that really love 10 despite titus <laughs> yep um and then obviously seven seven's fantastic eight and nine both very good as well but uh 11 mmo game don't care about it 12, great. 13, MMO. Oh, no. 13 no, was thirteen was, was the weird one on PS3 that I just I couldn't get into. 14, MMO. 15, good game, but I just couldn't. I, I just, I don't know. I loved 15 when it came out, and then I just, once I beat it, I was just kind of done with it. I got the flying car. Rock? I didn't beat Turtle Rock. I got the flying car, and I was like, cool. And then I tried flying it around, and it was just a weird, I don't know. There's a lot of issues with that game. Um how many DLCs? Like so, they were, they were gonna each like Prompto and Gladi. I don't remember their names done, now, but they were all gonna get their own DLC. Yeah. They've they've done like two or three at this point, but they and they did the multiplayer DLC. But I think it's just like it's almost like they wanted this game to be Destiny or something like that, and it yeah. is, it's it's just it's not gonna happen. Right? Not gonna not gonna not gonna work here anymore. Yeah, I don't know. No, it doesn't. It doesn't surprise me, and it also doesn't really. I'm not gonna lose any sleep over it. It's Thanks, it's fine with Logan, me. Logan for liking my tweet that just tweeted itself about you raising fifty dollars <laughs> to make me a ghost Yeah, it is what it is. I'm sure there's a lot of people upset about it, but I don't. What really do you care. think Final Fantasy 16 is gonna be? Are we gonna still be the the 3D action real time whatever freaking battle system that I would like, or are we gonna go like like I still say. I still thought that Project... Uh, I thought Octopath Traveler was going to end up being Final Fantasy sixteen. The next Final Fantasy game we see, I hope, is the freaking 7 remake. Don't give me 16. I'll want 16 eventually. Give me 7. Stop teasing it. Give us 7. Logan, <laughs> I love you. Um, 16, I don't know. I don't think we see 16... I mean, that's very much going to be a PS5 game. 
Uh, Mama Lada has joined the chat. Everybody say hi to Mama Lada. What's up, Mama Lada? Um, I don't care about 16. (laughs) I I really just hope we have the 7 remake. 16, I don't know what it's going to be. It wouldn't shock me if they went back to MMO, but... I cannot wait to play the 7 remake on PS6. That's not funny. Hey! I still say it'll be the 4 Swan Song. Okay, two more quick items here. Did you know, Sean, that Sony randomly just released a new PS4 Pro? I did. You did or did not? I did. I mean, I haven't researched it, but I saw. I saw. So, it. I saw. This is just kind of a quiet. They launch. did a stealth release of a yeah. new. So if you buy a PS4 Pro now, it's a new version where the the jet engine is two to three decibels lower, and apparently makes a big difference. I feel like two decibels is like that was two decibels. You you don't know decibels. I know decibels. No, you don't. You don't know decibels. I know decibels. I feel like. Uh, two decibel. The difference in two decibels is probably uh, two. Uh, like, not a big deal. Supposedly, it's enough that people were like, "Wait a minute, this this PlayStation is different than the last one." I don't know about that. Uh, poop. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm still not about to go get a pro. If my PS4 I'm dies not, at, at this point, I, even yeah. if it died right now, I don't know that I'd get a pro because, well, I would need something to replace it because. I have games to play. Well, but. yeah, but like at this point, it's like you might as well just wait. Look, the PS5 will be backwards compatible. Otherwise, they've already it lost has the, to the, be. the yeah, Xbox yeah. 2. So, yeah, even if my PlayStation... At this point, we're so close to the PS5 that even if my PS4 died right now, I'm not getting a Pro. Unless there's a crazy, crazy deal and I can get a Pro for like $50 more than the original. But All right. All right, somebody get Mom a lot of the donation link. Nick, Nick, look into your direction. There we go. <laughs> so, one last item here before we get to the main topic of the week, Sean. Yes, sir. I want to go back. This is something that IGN sent out this week. So, the NPD has been around since 1995. And recently, this week, they released the top-selling game for every year since 1995. Do you want to know what they are, Sean? Yes. 1995, what do you think it was? <laughs> no idea. Something on PlayStation. Crash Bandicoot. Mortal Kombat 3. No. Oh, so it's not systems, like, best-selling Overall, game. Overall, okay. like, one okay. game. Yeah, so 1995, right. Mortal Kombat 3. Okay. 1996, Super Mario 64. That was 96? That was 96. When the N64 came out, yeah. Wow, okay. 97, Mario Kart 64. Okay. What do you think 98 was? Ocarina. No, that's not best-selling. I don't know. The Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time. Oh, I was right. Metal okay. Metal Gear Solid. I was right. I wouldn't have thought that. 1999. This is really disappointing because this game apparently sucked. 1999. Also on the N64. It starred a simian. Donkey Kong Country? 64 was a best-selling game of 99. I love that game. That game is fantastic. I don't know. That game is fantastic. Oh, so good. 2000. <laughs> In 2000, Pokemon Stadium. Pokemon, excuse me. Pokemon Stadium. 2001, Madden 2002. Wow. You can see the trend here. I was going to say, that's Eddie George. I don't know why that stuck in my head, but I feel like that was the Eddie George one. 
2002. What do you think it was? Madden 2003. No. no. I don't know. It was a 3D action game where you can get hookers and blow Grand Theft Auto. Grand Theft Auto. Nope. Yes. Vice City. PlayStation 2. 2003? Great fucking game. 2003. San Andreas. No. No. Uh, Wait, what what console? It does. Across all. It's across all, yeah. Oh. It might have been a sports game. Madden 2004. 2004 Madden. Wait, so we have Halo next. 2004. No, Madden 2005. Oh, okay. Wait, what? Madden 2005. No. NHL 2005. No. I don't know. Something 2005. You would think NHL would have been the best-selling game. GTA. GTA San Andreas. San Andreas. 2004. Okay. 2005, Madden 06. 2006, Madden 07. Okay. 2007. Halo 3? We. Guitar Hero. Guitar Hero. 3. 3. 2008. Guitar Hero World Tour. No. 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 Rock Band. Rock Band. Two thousand nine, you're gonna now now the trend starts. Call of Duty or something. Modern Warfare two. Two thousand ten. Okay. Call of Duty. Black Ops. Yeah. Two thousand eleven. The other one. Modern Warfare three. Two thousand twelve. <laughs> the other one. Black Ops two. Two thousand and thirteen, chill. Wait. Madden fourteen. No. Is what came out in two thousand thirteen? No. Oh, was it GTA four? Oh no, no, no. That was two thousand eight. No. GTA five. Oh, Red Dead. No, GTA 5. 2013 okay. was GTA 5. Oh my God. Why did I think that had a title? Oh, because it's the name of the city. Never mind. Now, it's just, now it gets really boring. 2014. Call of Duty. Advanced Warfare. 2015. Call of Duty. Black Ops 3. 2016. Call of Duty. Infinite Warfare. 2017. Call of Duty. World War 2. So. God help us. There's no, there, there's no basketball game. No. No. 2K. Yeah. I was gonna say FIFA probably it's probably FIFA Madden NBA is what I think. No, I know, I know, but but FIFA is with all those Europeans and stuff. Yeah. So those were the best-selling games since 1995. It was fantastic. All right, Sean. Bart. It is that time of the week, Sean. When we play the top... <gasps> it's the top 10 games of all time. <laughs> all right. So this is a very special occasion. So we've been talking about doing this literally like forever. Yes. I mean, not literally forever. But not literally. Since we did it the last time. We've been talking about this since the last time we did since it. Since January 2016, it is time to refresh our top 10 games of all time. Extra Life is a big deal. There's no better time to do this than Extra Life. Yes. Do you agree? Agreed. Concur. So, yeah. So, we last updated this in January 2016 when we did our third podcast 111 episodes ago, which that is freaking crazy, dude. Has it really been that long? Yes. Episode one was Metal Gear Solid 5. Episode two was Christmas. Episode three was our top 10 games of all time. That's crazy. That's That's crazy. That's correct. All right. That is correct. So, Sean, how you want to handle this? You want to go through? So you've got our you you've got some cuts. You've got some. Uh, so here's the thing. I've yeah. got. So I started with my top ten from that last time we did. Yes. My top ten, as well as my honorable mentions, and then added in some more recent games. Okay. And then figured out which of those made the cut and whatever. So 
I have my top 10. I have four honorable mentions. But then okay. real quick, I've had a lot of changes to my top 10. Namely, one, two, three, I had five four. cuts from last. I have four games, I think, looking at this really quickly, that were in my top 10 that are not in my top 10 now. Okay. One of them's an honorable mention, so I I'll wait. Um, cuts. Uh, Metal. It's going to kill you. Metal Gear Solid's. Three and five, both what in my top ten. What is wrong with you? Not making the cut this time. You didn't have either? Neither. You were just... And also, Super Mario 3. I, oh. it, it didn't end up in my top ten. Would you like to know my cut? The others... Time? I'm not even going to call these honorable mentions. Just notable games that anybody that knows me might think... They were either in my top ten or honorable mentions that aren't even an honorable mention this time, but are still going to be honorably mentioned. Zelda 1, not in there. Super Metroid. You suck. Super Metroid. Uh, Last yeah, of fun. Us, yeah, it's okay. Metal Gear Solid 2, 3, 5, Super Mario 3, and uh, Super Street Fighter. Well, Mario I had Super twice. Street Fighter 2, but I mean, just Street Fighter in general. Not even, I would call, honorable mentions. Okay. So, which means I, not in my top uh, 14 games. So I had five games that were removed from my top 10 list since last time. Do you know, want to know what they are? Yes. Super Mario Brothers 3, okay. which broke my freaking heart. I, I know. Grand Theft Auto Five. Honestly, out. what killed that game was us doing Mario Mondays of and Super Mario World. Mario World better. We'll, yep. we'll get to that in a minute. Spoiler alert. GTA Five dropped out. Yep. Uncharted Two dropped out. Okay. God of War Three dropped out. Okay. We might get to that here in a minute. Yep. And Street Fighter. I, I had Special Champion Edition. That was stupid. I put Super Street Fighter too. I mean, Street, Street Fighter, Fighter dropped out. I would put every single Street Fighter. I mean, the, I would just lump just it all Street into Fighter. one. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So who wants to do our number? Uh, so my honorable Let me, mentions. I'll just I'll crank through my honorable mentions okay. real quick. Um, I got four honorable mentions here. Starcraft, which was in my top ten before, it was number ten. It was. I still love that game, but. It hasn't aged well. I'll still pick it up every now and then and play it way ahead of its time, I think. Um, still a great game. Uh, I'll save that. Uh, GTA Five. that one really killed me to leave out just because Same with me. it's this just so good, and I can pick that heart. game up literally any time and just yeah. get back into it, and it's so much fun, but I couldn't put it in my top ten. Um, another one. Stop. <laughs> Drop. Shut him down. Open up shop. What? Oh. Oh. No. Uh, Final Fantasy twelve. Um, probably my one, oh, wow. third favorite Final Fantasy game. Between if that tells you nine. anything else, seven, seven and ten. Oh, okay. Um, Final Fantasy twelve. Really love that game, but I'm telling you, I struggled a lot with these top tens. Same. And the one that's really gonna break Kevin's heart, in my honorable mentions, uh, God of War four. Or oh God. my God of War! <laughs> God of Thor! God of Four! Not I, in my top I, ten. I don't even. I don't even know you anymore. Okay, so my honorable mentions: Mario Three again. Yeah. This was like number five or six or something last. Well, actually, let me see. It was number five last time, and it dropped all the way to out. Uh, I, yeah, I know. Um, Ocarina of Time, which I didn't play. Bef- honorable mention, yeah. Not in your top ten. Ocarina of Time. No. Universally seen by many as the best your, game of all time. I know it's your favorite game of all I mean, time. I we'll, we'll get there. Spoiler but, alert. But okay. But again, like I didn't experience this in 1998. I experienced it. That's in true. 2016. That's true. So your yeah, your memories of it are gonna be different. I have no memories. Well, of it. yeah. 
Uh, Grand Theft Auto Five. That yep. that broke my heart as well. So I'm yep. glad that you dropped it out as well. Uh, Street Fighter Two in some form. Yeah, I I could just kind of lump them all together, but yeah. And this one really came up because when we did this last time, I hadn't even played this game. This is like, it's right there, but a link between worlds. Legend of Zelda. Okay. The possibly the best soundtrack in a Zelda game, which is really saying something. Um, as opposed to it, it's just it's just. It's so good, but I, I couldn't put it in my top ten. Yep, fair enough. So those were our honorable mentions. God, that makes me so sad. All right. So we're we just going to go back and forth, 10, 10, nine, forth, nine, 10, eight, 10, eight. 10, 9, 9, 8, 8. All right, who goes first, you or me? Uh, you, because I'm hosting. All right, my number 10, uh, a game, if you stick around with us later, you may see a little bit of. Oh, Super Bomberman Arc. Resident Evil 7. This made your top 10? I... I Where's Resident love Evil 4? this game. Resident Evil 4, it's fun. Oh, if, man. Resident wow. Evil 7 okay. is unlike I like any I like game I have ever played I, before. I agree with that. Yep. I mean, to me, there are probably better games, but as far as genre-defining games, I mean, right. this is this game, to me, did, for survival horror, what had been attempted to be done. I shouldn't be doing that because the microphone. Um what has been attempted to have been done. I don't know how to talk English many well, times. There, This game scared me unlike any other game ever has before. Yeah. I mean, now, granted, Resident Evil 1 scared me back in the day, but I was like a little 12-year-old kid, and it was just... And that scared me. But this game, like, I was going in back and forth in my head of, like, I want to play this game, and then I'm like... I don't know if I can handle this right now. Like it made me rethink playing the game. Not because I wanted I didn't want to play it. I definitely wanted to play it and just something about it was just it would almost keep me from playing it because it was so just just oh my god, it just messed with my head. Now I'm mainly talking the first mainly Two the first thirds. third of really the game. The first like hour. To yeah. a lesser extent the second third of the game and then it drops off after that, but that game holy moly. It, that was something else to me, but that's my number ten game. I like it. Uh, that that was a complete shock to me. I must say, yeah. This might be a complete shock to you. Okay. My number ten game is Uncharted Four. Not a shock. Well, I mean, so, kind of a shock that it's that low. But uh, when I played through this in May of 2016, this was like a top five all time all time game for me. When I reflect on this, it is still one of my favorite stories I've ever seen in a video game. With one of the best ending, the the best ending to a video game since Metal Gear Solid Three, in my mind. No spoilers. Don't put it in the chat. Sean hasn't played it. He will. I will make him. He, he's I'll just play it watch eventually. Uncharted Three cutscenes. Then he's going to play Uncharted Four. Um, so no spoilers. But the like the perfect end to the Nathan Drake story of Uncharted. Uh, but when I think back, it took me about sixteen and a half hours to beat or something. It was definitely. Two to three hours too long, I would say. The game overstayed its welcome. There was a little bit too much car, a little bit too much winch, a little bit too much sliding, and a little bit too much freaking... Ropes. Now, see, that's what I keep hearing about this game. And to me, it almost... Before I've even played it, it has a, a Arkham Knight kind of feel to me. To where oh, no, what no, no. should this have been way... such a good game no, 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 was no, no, no. ruined by these aspects. James Solar, shout out to you, buddy will debate me on this. 
this is like ten times better than Arkham Knight because there's no okay. tank freaking boss. No, fights. no, I get that, but it's like what should have been a really good game, and then they just went overboard with. But X, I will y, say, but but again, this is the only Uncharted game in my top ten. This is the best Uncharted yeah. game, period. But like. That's why I'm so interested to see what Naughty Dog ends up doing with The Last of Us Part Two. Like, yeah, they've learned a lot from four Uncharted games and the original Last of Us. What do they do differently to the gameplay to make this game be set apart from everything else that we've already played? Hopefully, it's something major. I just I don't know. Like, I think the the story in The Last of Us Part Two is going to be way better than the gameplay. Is what I assume. That was the other kind of shock for me is that The Last of Us dropped out of my top ten. Yeah. And it's mainly because I went back and tried playing it a couple months ago. It's so depressing. And I I started playing it, and it's just I just felt like I was forcing myself to stick with it. And I loved the game originally, but something about it was just not clicking with me the second time. Yeah. It's like I already know all this. Well, because you played it, yeah. and then I was done, and then I never went. And that to me, that's a big. Every single game in my top ten are games that I either have played or yep. want to play many times. And the fact that I tried playing this a second time and it just didn't grab me was just like, that's it. That's not going to make my top ten. Yep. All right, your number nine game, Sean. All right, my number nine. I will say, well, I might as well say it now because after this it won't matter. Both my number ten and my number nine games, I'm fully admitting, are very much me being kind of a... a Prisoner of the moment, but it is what it is. I can't separate. I mean, oh, I, it, it is what it is. I know what number nine is. I can't separate myself from it. And if I could just stop playing video games for another year, this top ten list may look totally different. However, yes, number nine, Spider-Man for PS4. Now, granted, this goes against everything I just said because I've only played it one time. But I, as soon as I beat that game, I wanted to go back and play it again, and I haven't gotten a chance to yet. But I. I absolutely will. That game, I had so much fun just BSing around and just web-slinging my way around New York City and just, there's this whole world below you and you're just swinging over top of it, but it's still so engaging to me and the story was fantastic and the the combat was great and, oh God, I love that game way more. I mean, I thought I would like it a lot and that game, I really, I loved that game. Uh, to me, uh, spoiler alert, probably will end up my game of the year this year. That, 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 that. Probably. I mean, since you didn't even include God of War 4, God of Thor. That'll be, I mean, that'll obviously be up there for this year, but this is, I mean, that's the only game from 2018 on my top 10. I will say, I have a game for 2018 on my top 10. Uh, obviously. But I will say, I was like super high on Spider-Man and then I dropped and then when I got to like the, the third act I was like holy crap 10 yeah. out of 10 like so good like if you get rid of the, the stealth sections and making me be MJ and Peter and all this like Peter's walking into the Those lab, are definitely the really low points slow. of the game but it didn't tarnish the game enough I mean it, it didn't tarnish the game for me it was a low point of the game to me but yeah. I also didn't force myself to get a platinum because I didn't well, care and I think if I did Honestly, I'd probably like this game a lot less now. No, just no, no. because of it just seemed like it was such a uh, just bleh, like This I is just, probably my second favorite game of the year, period. We'll we'll see what Hitman does. But what my thing is 
the Peter and the MJ sections were not something you needed to do to get the platinum. They were story based, like slow everything down, walk into the lab, super slow. Now I like the puzzle things with Peter yep. in, in, uh, in Doc Ock's lab. I love that stuff. Mary Jane, whatever, like make this guy, make the statue do this. And, and you got to sneak around like, no, no, <laughs> I mean, d- d- it depends on the day, but like, the game, those were by far the wor- well, no, the worst parts of the game were the the platinum stuff. The like, let me just go around the city forever and get these. And the thing was, crimes. those parts I enjoyed. I enjoyed the random like, crime. oh, there's a crime. It was kind of a cool aspect of like, do I want to be Spider Man and go take care of that, or do I just like, yeah, or do I just play the figure game it out? And go. Right. Yeah. And when I was just picking those up as they went, they were fun. But when it got to the end of the game and it was like all these things I would have to do just in order to get the platinum, I'm like. Right, I, I don't really care to do it, and I feel like it probably would have tarnished the game a little bit for me. But yeah, I mean, I can separate my platinum chase from the actual game, which I loved. Like I said, it's probably spoiler alert for our last podcast this year. It's probably my number two game of the year. Right, I, I don't know how anything can surpass that between now and then. Yeah, um, I did like it. I I, I loved it. Um, but there are some things that just it 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 knocked it down a few pegs for me. Yeah. All right, number nine for me. Super Mario Odyssey. I'm kidding. Super Mario World. Yep. Super Mario World. Now, this is a game that I would say... So, Super Mario 3 in our last top 10 list was my... Super Mario 3 was was my number five game of all time. I had five dropout, five new games. This is a new game in my top 10. Super Mario World, we were Genesis kids. Yes. So, we never really experienced it the full way like we should have. Um, but as I got my SNES Classic and as we did Mario Mondays and everything, I really do think that my opinion on what is the best Mario game ever has changed, and I do think Super Mario World is the best Mario game ever made. For a long time, I said uh, Mario yeah, 3 is I agree. the best game, and then as we're playing through it, I'm like, I want to like Mario 3. Mario 3 is better. I want to like Mario 3 better. Mario 3 is better. It's, it's really not, though. Like It's, it's not. so good. It's an unbelievable game. They are both... To me... Everything world is better is in every way possible. There's nothing better about yeah. three than world. You can make the argument about, you know, no pun intended, but like game changing, genre changing, whatever. I, yeah. But world surpasses it in every single way. And three is a fantastic and I game. Can, I still cannot. If you look at Mario three, I still cannot believe that game came out on the freaking NES. Yeah. Where Super Mario, where not even Super Mario. Mario Brothers came out on that day. Yeah. And some of them got Super Mario Brothers 3 to work on that. That is amazing to me. I um, agree. Super Mario World, it's it's a game, like I said, I we didn't have Super Nintendo. I played it at Randy's. I played it at Tim's. I played it at Tom's. Everybody else other than us had Super Nintendos. Yep. Um, we were stuck with Sonic 1, 2, and 3 and Knuckles. Um, but this game, when I finally got some time into it and everything and really, like, on my 3DS and then on SNES Classic and everything, and, and then Mario Mondays, this is the best Mario game ever made, and I don't even think it's even close. I agree. Number eight for you, Sean. Uh, number eight for me, uh, it's a game I've talked about on the podcast many, many times, so not a whole lot extra to say now. Um, my number eight game of all time, a classic Chrono Trigger on the SNES. Uh, Sell me on this damn game. I don't think you'll like it. If you don't like turn-based... Right. I don't... I mean, it is the almost almost perfect turn-based RPG game. It's fun and yet simple at the same time. It's easy to pick up, easy to learn. There's nothing that would confuse you about it, but if you don't like 
turn-based RPGs, you're not going to like it. Um, but to me, the Super Nintendo was almost the peak of you know RPGs. Um, but it was just such a cool concept that had, to my knowledge, never been seen before with the time travel, and you have this world that exists, and you go to it in different time periods from 65 million BC to... I don't know, thousands really? of years AD. Really? Are and there you dinosaurs s- in this game? Yes. Oh, okay. All right. Well, I okay. mean, there's now, like, now I gotta play it. High, uh, yeah, dinosaurs, but, um, but, oh God, it's so good. Um, a game that absolutely holds up to this day. Uh, Chrono Trigger, my number eight game. Oh, this is a game I want to like and I want to play so bad, but like you said, I'm not, I'm I honestly like don't it. know that you'll like it. I won't like it. I think it's a fantastic game. I don't know that you'll like it. So I think you should definitely give it a shot just to say you've played it. Right. And but I'm not expecting you to beat it. No. But I think you should try it. Okay. Number eight for me, Sean. Yes. The reason we're doing this podcast. Metal Gear Solid. One. One. <laughs> uh so I've said many times on here. Uh, if you've been listening to us for 113, 14 episodes. Um, so I'd fallen out of it. Like, we grew up together. Sean and I had grown up. I'm team old. Team young. <laughs> it's weird, right? Um, so we, I'm old. Sean's young. not as old, not young. He's 34, by the way, Logan. I mean, anybody else, he's 34. Barely. Um, and so we, we grew up on Mario and play action football and Zelda and Turtles 1, 2, and 3, Sonic 1, 2, and 3, and all this other stuff. And then I went to college, and I was like, I just stopped playing video games. Um, but then sophomore year on PC, I found this game called Metal Gear Solid. Now, we had rented Metal Gear on the NES, which isn't even the real Metal Gear. Thinking it was like Contra. Contra. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, I got to sneak past these stupid dogs in the jungle, and they keep eating me, and I'm dead. This game sucks. Then Metal Gear Solid came out, and it came into my life, and literally, I it it changed my life forever. It, it like that's so it's so melodramatic to say, but it really did. Like Hideo Kojima is the man, and this this game, like this is the game that made me stick with video games. This is the game that made me see video games could be more than just. 2D pixels jumping on the thing. You, you jump on a Goomba and you go to the end. It was way off. But way. Wait, what? No, I said way. I, I was thought like you said wait. <laughs> wait. Um, it's just like the reason I still play video games to this day is Metal Gear Solid. The reason we have this podcast, the reason we have this YouTube channel, everything is because of Metal Gear Solid. Because if this game never happened. I probably would have just played Madden forever. You know what I mean? Right. But, like, I, I would have never, like, really cared about video games. I would have cared about, like, the story they're telling and the characters and all this other stuff and the backstory. And, like, like I thought at that time when I played Metal Gear Solid, spoiler alert for a little bit later, I would have thought Solid Snake was one of my favorite characters of all time. He's not. He's not even... He's not the main character of Metal Gear. We'll get to that here in a little bit. But, um... Metal Gear Solid... One is my number eight game of all time. I wanted it to be higher. I think it was number. It was number four last time. So just so you know what we're dealing with right now, this has been a crazy uh, two and a half years, almost three years in gaming. Metal Gear Solid One is my number eight game of all time. Sean, this is a fantastic picture of me. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. All right. Um, my number seven is going to be real quick. My number seven is Super Mario World. Sorry, microphone. I just slammed the table. Uh, Mario World, it kind of usurped uh, Super Mario 3 on my top 10 list. Yeah, he's right there. Super Mario World, as I said, uh, Super Mario 3 is a fantastic game. Um, but to me, World is better in every single way. Not to disparage 3 at all, but for. I mean, World is just the better game. I think that, like, we did our first Let's Play ever. Well, to me, like, I played a lot, as did you, a lot of 3 yes. back when we had it. Yes. And then I just didn't play it forever. I would and play, I played like, a lot one. of World, and then it got to the point where I hadn't even played World in forever, but World was much more fresh in my mind to where it got to the point where I hadn't played 3 in forever, and I think it just took on this slightly this exaggerated... Yeah, this... Aura that it was just the best game ever, and it, again, it's a fantastic game. I take nothing away from it, but there's nothing that war, or that Mario Three does that Four or World doesn't do better. Um, By the way, I'm still hopeful that Super Mario Brothers Four is a real thing at some point. I, I mean, how is that not World? No, but what I'm saying is we've moved past. Super Mario Brothers. We moved past World. We moved past new Super Mario Brothers. Like, get us a, a, a new 2D Mario Brothers on Switch or Switch 2 or whatever the hell it ends up being. That's just, you call it Super Mario Brothers 4. Or just call it Don't. Super Mario. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, Super Mario World, my number seven game of all time. Or eight. I don't know. Where are we? Seven. Seven. My number so, seven game. Do you have any Metal Gear games in your top ten? I do not. Guess what? Number seven for me. Metal Gear Solid 5. 5. Okay. Now, this dropped as well. This was my number three game last time. This is a game that, like... Oh. So, if you've been paying attention to us the last few years, every E3, what's my prediction, Sean? Metal Gear Solid 3 Remake. In what engine? The Fox. Okay. Because Metal Gear Solid 5 is the best playing Metal Gear of all time. Nobody would dispute that. It's perfect when it comes to gameplay um but i will never it 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 will always eat at me like was it called the phantom pain because this is this was the game that kojima wanted to make or was it called the phantom pain just because it was called the phantom pain and he's got his arm cut off and it's whatever no spoilers but the best playing game with a story that while completely lacking Ties up one of the biggest plot holes in Metal Gear history. Would you agree? It, it ties up a plot hole at the end of Metal Gear 1. Yeah. Going into Metal Gear 2 on the MSX, not the NES, because those don't count. Uh, when this game was getting ready to come out, I thought it would be my favorite game ever made of all time. Like, that is where the hype level was. For me, this is going to be this is gonna surpass Metal Gear Solid 3, Zelda... Everything. And it didn't hit that. It's the best playing game. A good ending, but the actual story that makes me love Metal Gear is completely not there. Yep. When I look back on this, I wish Metal Gear Solid Five would have been a more linear game rather than an open world game. 
the, to me, the engine is fantastic. The yes. gameplay is fantastic. Yes. To me, the story is not there. The world is a little bit lacking. It's mainly just it's wilderness. Bases. Exactly. You ride a horse between mountains, and you find a freaking base, and you kill everybody. Okay. And a lot of it, like a game I may see, you may see later in my top 10, to compare it to like Breath of the Wild, Breath of the Wild was a lot of wilderness also, but I had so much joy just running through that world even if there's nothing around i just loved it metal gear solid 5 it's like if i had to get from here to over there i'm probably just going to call the chopper jump on it and then have it drop me off You'd near there take the two minutes of loading times to go back to right rather than just run place. across the mat there's just not a lot going on for me um which i think is after all these well after all these years it's been like two years um three three oh god yeah three years we are old it went from being pretty high, like I think in my top five before, to off it altogether. Still a good game, but like I said, to me a big thing is always that replay value. And I've just never had the desire to go back. It was number three for you. Was it really? Yes. All right, so How the Mighty Have Fallen. Um, I've just never really had that desire to go back and play through this game again. Still definitely a good game, and I loved playing it that first time, but not something I ever really need to play through again. Sean, number six all-time for you, sir. All right, this is where it started getting very difficult for me. Uh, my, my most difficult was number 10. Uh, so number six for me is Final Fantasy X. Okay. Uh, again, something I've talked about for hours and hours on this podcast. Um, I think of it as my first real, uh, I guess, I don't know, maybe grown-up RPG, even though in the grand scheme of things it's pretty simple. Um, I think one of the first RPG games I really played was Mario RPG on an emulator. Whoops. Um, but... But and what draw what drew me to it was that it was so simple. I always thought of these RPGs as just complicated with all these magic spells you had to craft and weapons and only certain I smite thee. <laughs> only certain people can have certain. It's just they never really grabbed me. They just kind of intimidated me, really. And then Mario RPG, I just absolutely loved it. It was very simple, very engaging, and I loved it. And I think in a weird way, it kind of gave me the confidence as weird as it sounds to try more modern rpgs and i remember i was at i think it was still eb games at the time not GameStop, games uh gamestop it was still eb games at the time and i think i saw it used for like 20 bucks i'm like what the heck i'll buy it dove right in that night and never looked back and just fell absolutely in love with it obviously the voice acting leaves a lot to be desired um, but to me, the story is fantastic. The characters are very engaging. Um, is, is Titus in this? this is Titus. Ha, 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 ha. Yes. Uh, the voice acting leaves a bit to be desired. Um, but God, it's such a good game. It, if, jeez, oh I don't know. I, I have a few of these on my top 10 and for every one of them, I'm tempted to say it's turn-based RPG perfection. Um, but, I mean, it's up there. The story's fantastic. There's a lot of fun bonus stuff to do. And um, it also just kind of holds a sentimental place in my heart as just kind of being the first, you know, real true RPG game that I fell in love with. So uh, my number six, six game is Final Fantasy X. 
My number six game used to be in my number two game. Okay. What do you think it is? A Zelda game? Mm-hmm. Link to the Past. Nope. One. Yes. Wow. Okay. Number six, The Legend of Zelda. So, Logan, you and I, we got issues on this game. So, The Legend of Zelda, I literally play through this game once a year, if if not more. Um, the master quest, the, like the, the master quest, can just kick rocks uh, at this yeah. point. Uh, I'm done with that. that. It's so, it's like Streets of Rage three. Uh, yep. It's just yep. artificially inflated difficulty that you you just try to make like the bats kill you in one hit or something stupid. Like it's just, it's so ridiculous. But Legend of Zelda, where like when we got our when, when we got our NES in 1987 at Christmas, we got Mario Zelda. Golf, tennis, golf, and maybe tennis or baseball or something. But like, I was like, okay, these are fun. This are, these are fun. Then I played Zelda, and I was like, whoa, yeah. like this what is, is this? Yes, this was the first open world game. This was like the one game I can always go back to, no matter what. And like, I can play through this in seven, eight, nine, ten, what hours, whatever it is, and and know that I'm gonna have fun. 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 And know that I'm going to, like, have a blast. I get it. If you've never played this game when it first came out. It did not age well. I still love it. Don't get me wrong. But I'm saying for people that have not experienced it, Logan, for little I can like understand Logan. how it doesn't resonate with them. But I still love it. Yes. It is. I still say from here on out, all my games are a 10 out of 10. Yeah. So, like, Legend of Zelda, like, ugh. I, 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 there's really nothing else I can say. Um, for a long time, I was saying this was my second favorite game of all time. It's not the second best game of all time. No, th- we're not. This is not top ten oh, best yeah, games even, of all time. We, we didn't do These are very much our personal favorite. favorites. So, take that for what it's worth. Um, but this, like, Zelda... The, Zelda 1, Legend of Zelda, whatever you want to call it, will always be one of those super special games to me that, like, I, I can play this when I'm 80s year, 80 years old, and I'll be like, this is still one of the best games right. ever made, period. Hi, fairy. Um, Legend of Zelda, my number six game of all time. Can't argue with it. All right, number five. We might get this the same. I would be shocked. Well, I don't know. I guess I wouldn't be shocked. Would Number you? five is a game that was not even on my top ten last time. Same. Or honorable mention. Same. And I think how it found its way into my top ten is via the absence of another game that I don't remember if it was in my top ten or if it was just an honorable mention. But as Super Metroid left my top ten slash honorable oh mentions. God. Symphony. In came Symphony of the Night. Okay. Probably, to me, the uh, perfect Metroidvania game to me. Um, I kind of am shocked, because I had played it the last time we did our top ten. I'm kind of shocked it wasn't on my top ten back then. Um, I was, too. I think I liked it a lot more my second time through, just because I knew more of what to expect. Um, But, God, that game is fantastic. The whole, I mean, even though by this point I've long since known about the big twist ending, spoiler alert, flipping. Um, what? Yeah, imagine that. Ooh. Um, 
but it's just such a cool concept that really hasn't been, to no. my knowledge, done in any other game. No, no way. And the fact that somehow, again, I don't, I wasn't really paying attention when it first came out, but I think that was a huge shock to people. Like that never really got spoiled. That you beat the game and then, oh no, you're only halfway no. through. If well, you did most things people right, people beat it and they're just like, well, okay, I'm done. Right. Yeah. There's a whole second half to that game that people wouldn't even know about. Um, but God, that game is so good. Um, I, that that's another game that I'll probably play through again here in the next year sometime. It's a game I'll keep coming back to over and over again, and it just it doesn't really lose anything over time. And while I always thought Super Metroid was probably the perfect Metroidvania game, and what really kind of defined the genre, in my mind, I think that Symphony of the Night is probably the better game. Um, and the other thing I've come to know after Symphony of the Night and then after Chasm and Hollow Knight and The Messenger and maybe some others, as much as I love Metroid, something about the genre to me just now seems to work better when you're talking melee weapons as opposed to blasters and stuff. I don't know why, but like, and I love Metroid games and I always will and I can't wait for Metroid Prime 4 and... I mean, I've loved every single Metroid game, but I don't know. The game, it's still a great game, Super Metroid I'm talking, but even though, I mean, I wasn't limiting myself to one game from a series or one game from a genre or anything like that, but I couldn't find room for both Super Metroid and Symphony of the Night in my top 10. And to me, Symphony of the Night's the better game just because it's got, it's probably a better story and it's just a more, it's a deeper game that, even though the twist has not, I won't say it hasn't aged well, but it's not a twist anymore. Everybody knows about it, yeah. but it's still such a cool thing to do. Uh, I, I love the game. It's absolutely fantastic in my mind. Uh, my number five game, Symphony of the Night. Also, when you go and, and you look at Castlevania Season 2 on Netflix, yes, and you look that, at that castle, that has made me want to go oh back and God. play it all that much more. Oh, it's so good. Um yeah, when I played Super, I played Super Metroid first. I tried Symphony of the Night a couple times. Never got past it because I was like, I get a little funk, funk. Yeah, I'm like, this, you just had this to get sucks. past that. Uh, so I thought Super Metroid was better. Uh, Symphony of the Night is definitely better than Super Metroid. I would say. 100%. Yes. All right. Number five for me. Number five all time for me. <clears throat> Horizon Zero Dawn. Wow. Okay. Horizon Zero Dawn, if you if you paid attention to our podcast last year, especially our Game of the Year podcast, even then, when I had everything laid out, I was like, ooh, I gotta poop. Like, I don't know what to do. You gotta poop? Oh. Le'Veon Bell's not gonna report by Tuesday, which would make him ineligible for the rest of the year. Wow. Take that, John Casey. You should have traded him to me. I'm glad you didn't. That, but it <laughs> <laughs> you didn't. Anyways, uh, Horizon Zero Dawn is a game that when I went into it, like, so it came out uh, three days before Zelda, which is like uh, Breath of the Wild, That's, yeah. which is like the death knell when it comes to games. And this game completely just took me by surprise. Like, I've never liked bow and arrow in games. Yep. Especially as a main attack. It's just never been something that connected with me. The story in Horizon Zero Dawn, even though you've got the weird like an animations like, Hey, Sean. Hi, I'm right. 
you want to go to the? Do you want to go to the bar? <laughs> like <laughs> this game is so freaking good, and I, I never even played through all the Frozen Wilds because I just got distracted with all the new games coming out and everything. But like the game's beautiful, obviously. Aloy's hair is exquisite. Like there's nothing that compares to Aloy's hair, and. If it wasn't for Breath of the Wild, obviously this game would have ranked higher. Spoiler alert. Yep. But this game would have ranked higher in my, my game of the year last year. Like this was like it's like I was trying to name my kid or something. It's how difficult this was for me to make to name my game of the year for last year. Yeah. Horizon Zero Dawn is just exquisite. I I cannot wait for Horizon Two Dawn or Horizon Later Dawn or her or Horizon One, One Dawn. Dawn or Horizon Five Dawn. Whatever they're gonna call it. Like, I cannot wait, because it, it's so obviously set up for the sequel. No spoilers. Don't worry about that. I cannot wait to see where they go next with this. Shout out to Gorilla. Killzone what? Horizon Zero Dawn is my number five game of all time. So, I agree that is a great game. However, if you haven't already gotten the feel for it, in my top ten, it tends to skew more older games besides my number 10 and number nine game which both came out in the last two years there's a certain game that you're missing so the thing is there are some older games with a lot of depth i.e chrono trigger say or final fantasy 10 that are long drawn out engaging games that shouldn't have a lot of replay value in my mind and yet i keep going back to them Horizon Zero Dawn, I loved. Uh, Last of Us, loved. Metal Gear Solid Five, loved. But something about those games and a lot of newer games I'm finding, I just don't have that desire to go back and play again. Now, the difference between the two newer games on my list, Resident Evil 7 and Spider-Man, Resident Evil 7, I've already gone back and played through again, and Spider-Man, I will. These other games, for some reason, as much as I love them, they haven't drawn me back into playing through them again i don't know that i'll ever play through horizon again at this point i'm definitely not gonna play through metal gear solid 5 again i i get that and i just i I can't put my finger on it they just as good as they were and i don't deny that they were a good game something hasn't made me go back and play them and even the last of us which i loved and i've been talking forever about wanting to go back and play 30 in before last of us 2 comes out and i tried I played it for a few hours one night and had fun, and now I think I'm done. I don't think I'm going to go back and finish it. Um, Not to take anything away from it, but that's why a lot of these games didn't find their way into my top 10, Horizon Zero Dawn included. As much as I loved it, not in my top 10. I I think these games now are so freaking involved. Thank you, Paul. I think these games right now are so involved that, yes, yes, like is it daunting for me to think about going back and playing Horizon again? Yes, but when... But will you? When Horizon 2 gets announced, yes. Because you can beat Horizon if you don't do the Platinum. Hey, Faith. Yes, a uh, question from the audience, I mean. Platinumed it? You're wrong. Not a question, just a statement. <laughs> I, I also platinumed it, and he is wrong. I will say, like, when Horizon 2 gets announced, I will play through this. Because you can beat this game if you don't Platinum it 15 to 20 hours. If you just mainline it, you can do that. Uh, yeah, six hours. Really? You can. And, well, and, and they got New Game Plus now, so you can keep the armor and yeah, all that other yeah, stuff. So, I, yeah, I, that's true. I, ran, I literally am on, like, the last two missions. It took me, like, five hours. My man. Wow. See, you're wrong. Fair enough. You're Hashtag. Fair enough. 
Kevin was right. <laughs> All right. Now, to go against everything I just said. I can't imagine. My number four well, game. This is low. For you. You this already know where I'm going. Yeah. Um, a game that I absolutely loved. And I have not gone back to play again. Uh, Breath of the Wild. Loved it. Still, to me, it's a 10 out of 10. Not a perfect game, yes. but a 10 out of 10. I know that doesn't make sense, but you get me. No, I, yes. Um, in hindsight, the game was so much fun just exploring and whatever. It was so cool. I miss the classic Zelda dungeons. Yep. So I pretty much called it. That was huge. I've never had a game where I felt like I could literally. You could go do anywhere. Anything. If you see it, you yeah. can go there. Like but to me, that was awesome. I'm, I'm tempted to say yes, but it really just kind of falls into that. It's something I know. Zelda has always been open world, but they don't. Not in a bad way. We were just right. So, yeah, I mean, but to I, me, that alone is huge, but also it's just so there are four levels. You can do them in any order you want, whereas in the other games, it's like, here's all the levels. They still number them, and in some of them you can do out of order, but they're more or less kind of a set path that you go through. Uh... I didn't think it was that. Once you get the hang of the combat, I didn't find it that challenging. But with this game, what separated this game, and I can't tangibly tell you what the difference is, but what separated this game from, say, Ocarina or... Uh, Twilight. Thank you. I kept wanting to say Phantom. Twilight Princess. Do Phantom not, Hourglass. We don't talk about Phantom Hourglass. Was those stupid touchscreen when, With those games... I like Majora. With those games... I love playing them, but I was always kind of on that path. To, okay, now I got to go to this level. And while I'm on the way, I'll do this, this, this. With Breath of the Wild, I never felt obligated to even get to that next dungeon. I had so much fun just exploring and seeing what was out there. And to me, that is what was different. And I don't know why it was different, but that game gives me a different feeling for that reason. So let me just say this, and then we'll move on from there. Uh, my number four game of all time is also Breath of the Wild. Okay. So we'll go from there to number to your number three. Yeah. But what I will say is, like, I've never had an open world game. Like, open world, like I've never played Skyrim. Sorry, whatever. But, like... If you like Breath of the Wild, you like Skyrim. Yeah. Really? But, like, this was, like... Like what you were saying, like I can remember going from I, I can remember when I first started playing Breath of the Wild, you get the, the four things, you, you get your runes, you you fly off the thing, and then they tell you to go along this path. You're going along this path by the water, down by the river. And as you're going down by the river, they're like you you just like The serenity, the mood setting, and everything of this game was unlike anything I've ever had before. Yep. To where you're you're going along this path, and I'm like, well, I see these enemies, I can, I can leave them alone. But then over here, there's this, this like big like tree fort thing, whatever it is, and I can go over there and I can go fight those guys. Whatever. When you go over there and you fight those guys, something else happens. It leads to this, and then you see a Korok seed, and you do all this other stuff. Compared to like Metal Gear Solid Five, which has really dropped down my list. Metal Solid 5 was the opposite of of this when it comes to an open world game, whereas you're just you go from 
A to B. And A is episode four, and B is episode five. And along the way, you're just riding a horse. And you're like, okay. <laughs> and then it's like, maybe there's these guys here, and I go like this on my horse, and I keep going. And then I do this, and I'm good, and I can just go by this little base or whatever to get to the next mission. Whereas Zelda, it's like there was always something. It seems like within every five minutes of Breath of the Wild, there was something that made me want to do something in that world. Whereas, right. like, open world games to me before that, like I said, Metal Gear Solid Five, GTA Five, GTA, GTA, whatever you want to call GTA XXX, whatever you want to call it, like. There, there was never a game that I played like Breath of the Wild that just made me want to exist in this world and just get completely... Oh, thanks, Mom, for liking Logan's tweet. I can't wait to eat this. <laughs> so, so, can I ask? Yes. Do you feel like this was like the first open universe? Like, it was the first truly open everything? Now, it's, it, no. A little bit of Homer? Because I'll say Zelda 1. Zelda but, games have always been that way, and even before, literally right before Zelda, there was Horizon. I mean, it's not the first game. There's all the GTA games, but something about it just drew me into that world, and I wanted to explore. Even before they released the patch that showed Path of the Hero, or whatever it's called, where it shows everywhere you've been on the map, yeah. I was shocked how much of the map, simultaneously, how much of the map I had visited and how much I hadn't. But like I had a desire to go and explore everywhere, even if there's no need to, other than just to explore. And then I saw the map and saw, grand scheme, how little I had actually right. explored and wanted to explore the rest that much more. Do you think that it's Nintendo's response, not maybe intentionally, but Nintendo's response to like a Fallout or a Skyrim? I think they definitely took some cues from some other games. Not and in a bad way, no, no. Not to be like they stole yeah. Exactly. And no, I think as, there absolutely is that. As much as I like their this, I still hope, like when we were talking about the, the new Zelda in the works, as much as I love this game, I still want them... I, I hope this isn't like they can never go back from this. I hope the next game is eight dungeons. You get you get this yeah. to beat this dungeon, then this to beat this dungeon, and blah, 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 yeah. blah, blah, and, and so on and so forth. Um, it's not a retired right. thing. That's what I I hope, but like I just I don't know. But I I think like we we said a long time ago on the podcast that Link Between Worlds when I first saw it and heard about it I was like, well this is weird. Why is he going into the wall? And also like you don't have to get your weapons in the dungeons. You can just rent them and do whatever you want in any order. That's weird. But then once we heard Breath, what Breath of the Wild was, and after we played, it, I was like, oh, okay, they're trying to experiment with you don't have to do everything in a set order. You can do what you want in the order that you want to do it. Link Between Worlds is one of my favorite games of all time. It was on my honorable mentions. Breath of the Wild, my number four game of all time. It's hilarious that we both had it as number four. Yeah. Um, Sorry to derail y'all. Thank you. No, this is No, I'll talk about Zelda all day. Yeah. Yeah. Um, The only thing I kind of worry about, and it's not necessarily a bad thing, but I think this is kind of setting the stage for 3D Zelda games going forward. And I don't think we see a traditional Zelda game in 3D anymore. I think the next quote-unquote 2D Zelda yeah. game that comes out, I think will be more the standard Zelda formula. But I don't think in a true 3D Zelda game we go back to dungeon, new item, beat the boss using that item. Go to the next dungeon, new item, beat that. I don't think we go back to that. Not to say it's a bad formula. Right. Do you think it's time to move on from that? The Homer Selfishly, no. Exa- yeah. Yes. 
Exactly. But I think they do move on from that. And I think we only see that kind of formula in 2D, 2D Zelda games going forward. I don't know that that's good or bad, but that's kind of how I see it going. Thank you, audience. Yeah. All right, so that was both of our number four games. And You're moving right three. along, this ties nicely into my number no three way. game. There's no way. Link to the Past. Okay. Yes, Link to the Past. I um, thought you were about to really throw me for a loop if it dropped all the way to number three is all I was going to say. So nowhere in my top ten, spoiler alert, is Link Between Worlds. And it could certainly be in it there. It could easily be. But yep. it's just kind of one of those things... Even more so than, obviously, obviously they're more similar than your Metroid and your Symphony of the Night, but the same way I've only felt like I could include one of those, even though I wasn't imposing any hard limits on my top 10, I, something about it, I couldn't put Link to the Past and Link Between Worlds on here, both probably deserving of being somewhere in the top 10, but they just kind of, for that kind of game, no, they I just kind it. of split the it. votes, and I could have put one as three and one as you know four or five, but that's weird. So uh, I went with the OG on this one, Link to the Past. I mean, starting with Breath of the Wild, these are all easily 10 out of 10 games, maybe even perfect games. I mean, you're splitting hairs at this point. I agree. Um, we've talked it to death. Number three is Link to the Past. It's a game I've played through and beaten i don't know seven or eight times now probably and we'll you know every year or two i load it up on like an emulator or whatever nes or snes classic that kind of thing and i'll just play through it and it's it's not a short game it's not like i can beat it in an hour no, it's, like it's but it's still but so, it never yeah. seems but it doesn't feel that long right like even if you told me like paul was saying that you could beat horizon zero dawn in five six hours to me that still for whatever reason, seems like so much more of an undertaking than Link to the Past does. Yeah, and I don't know why, but those a lot of these newer games they just don't have the replay value to me. Link, Link to the Past. past. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, it's a perfect game. We've talked it to death over the last hundred and fourteen episodes. So number three, Link to the Past. Number three for me, Link to the Past. <laughs> God of War 2018. This game, holy dear God almighty. This game, I have no notes. I don't need notes. This game, like, so you talk about, so God of War 3 was my number eight, I think, last time we did this. Kratos, to me, I think has gotten a bad rap as a character. I think that he is a very deep character who has been reduced to just being Ares! Calliope! XXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXX
This game made me care about Norse mythology, which I've never cared about for literally half a second in my entire life. Yeah. I don't care about Thor, Loki, whatever, outside Marvel. Like, and it's not even a Marvel DC Even thing. in Marvel, you don't care I about just, that. that <laughs> right. Like, I don't even care about them. This game blew my mind. This game, I platinumed it, obviously. Great trophy list. Kind of like Spider-Man was a great trophy list as well, but like... The only thing I didn't like about this game was just ravens. collecting the, the ravens. Yeah. But like, whatever. That's the, the platinum, whatever. Everything else in this game, whenever I hit a lull, I cannot wait to go back and play this game, New Game Plus, which is not something I can play. I can say for a lot of the games on this list, like, God of War took a character that I already loved and I thought had been short shrifted. That is a word. Had been short shrifted by all of video games. Unlike anybody other than probably Nathan Drake, who's just a mass murderer and cognitive ludonarrative dissonance, blah, blah, blah. Um, and and flipped the script in a way I never would have imagined. And, like, it, it, it put Corey Barlog from, like, I knew the name from God of War 1, and he wrote 2, I think, or he, he did 2, and he wrote 3, or whatever it was. And then he stepped away from Ascension and, and all that, and... It, it put Corey, Corey Barlog from, like, here up to, like... I'm not going to say he's Kojima level. Yeah. But he's, like... He's in the same pantheon as... It's Corey Barlog, Kojima, and Neil Druckmann slash... Uh, What's-his-face that left Naughty Dog. Um, God of War completely blew my mind. I can't wait to go back and play it again. Um, especially when I don't worry about the Platinum. Again, that's probably a 15- to 20-hour game. Not that big a deal. Not that big an investment. Especially when you do New Game Plus and you've got... Spoiler alert from the beginning, um, as well as all your power-ups and your runes and all this other stuff. God of War absolutely blew my mind. Even it, it exceeded my expectations, and my expectations were so high from that first trailer and when they all the interviews I heard about what they're going to do with Kratos as a character and blah, 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 and it still exceeded those expectations. God of War 2018 is my number three game of all time. It's a great game. It's probably... I mean, I haven't played Red Dead. I don't know when I will. Red Dead 2, that is. But it's probably the prettiest game I've ever seen. Um, to me, I absolutely loved it. The story was great. Like you said, I, I have an interest or had an interest, and I've already quenched it. But I had an interest in Norse mythology, which I never did before. I read yep. Neil Gaiman's book. Did you get through all of it? I still never got through all of it. No, I loved the beginning, and then it just got to like, here's another story. Right. Here's another. I'm like, just keep that. Just whatever. Um but I enjoyed the story was great. The game is beautiful. It was fun. Um, to me, the biggest drawback again is that for whatever reason, I don't know that I'll play through this game again. I think it's the size of these games is what it is. Really? It, it is, but it's not like, even if you told me, yeah, you can beat it in five hours. I'm like, well, it might take me 10 hours to beat link to the past. And I'd still rather play through that. And I don't, yeah. I don't know why, but no, I get that there's something about the scale of a lot of these new games that it just it keeps me from wanting to play through it again. But no, the game's fantastic. I, I obviously can't fault you for putting it that high. Um, it's easily in my top five of the year, probably top three somewhere. I don't really know. Um, but yeah, I can't fault you there. I don't even need to look. Um, all right. So my number two game, it's just the order for me. What What's your order? Number two is Final Fantasy VII. Do you know my two and one? I know one. I'm trying to think you of what's know one missing. For sure, you'll you'll figure it oh, out. Oh, yeah. I, okay. I I did, I did. All yeah. right. So number two for me is Final Fantasy VII. Okay. Um, th this is a game I want to play through again in the very near future. The other day, I was just 
I got sucked into the YouTube rabbit hole and just came across some random video about Final Fantasy VII. I think it was the differences between the U.S. version and the Japanese version. I don't know, but I just started hearing all the music and seeing scenes from the game play out again, and it just I, I need to go and play that game again. Um, but probably one of the best stories, in my opinion, one of the better stories told in video games. Um, again, I know it's not for a lot of people. The it's you know turn based combat and whatever, but yeah. it's just so so good to me. I, I part of me almost. I mean, I obviously want this remake to come out, but. Part of me knows right. that I, I, yeah. even if it does, it's probably not going to live up to the hype. They're going to change too much about it, and it's just not going to feel like the same game. And as much as I want to, part of me weirdly almost doesn't want it to come out because I know it's just it's going to sully the game to some extent. It'll be beautiful, but it's not going to be the same thing. Right. Um, but obviously, I'll, I'll play it day one and whatever. I'll hand over whatever kind of money they want for it. But. Um, to me, it's a perfect game, and it's a game that I've played through three, four times now, and I still have not like hundred percent of it. So wow. these like crazy okay. bosses, like your ultimate oh, weapon yeah. and ruby weapon and emerald weapon, I still haven't beaten them. But watching this video, it made me want to dive back into it and just try to hundred percent it and beat these crazy optional bosses that I never had before, which. They're totally beatable if you spend the time to grind and get your characters leveled up enough. They're very much beatable, but I haven't done it, but I still want to. And that's a game that would take, I don't know, I have no idea, 20 hours or so to beat and probably 30, 40, 50 hours to 100% if I ever really wanted to. And as big of an undertaking as that is, it still doesn't turn me away from the game. And again, I don't know why that is, this game versus like a Horizon Zero Dawn or God of War, but it's just those games, as much fun as I had playing them, I can't bring myself to go through them again for some reason. And this game, I have none of that whatsoever. And I, I definitely will be playing through it again, probably here in the near future, maybe over Christmas break or something. I'll probably just go ahead and buy it again on PS4, on PS4 just yeah. so I don't have to keep digging out my PS3 whenever I want to play it. But Final Fantasy VII, number two. So what do you think my number two is? I'm guessing number two is Zelda Link to the Past. Number two, The Legend of Zelda, A Link to the Past. This game, I had it originally as my number eight. And then when I went back and played it, I was like, I, this is a game is just way, way too low. This game is literally perfect. Yeah. Uh, I originally had Zelda 1 as my number two game. It was probably mostly to piss off Logan. It's not really. Because <laughs> uh, I didn't even know him back then when we did this first list. But um, Link to the Past is literally just perfect. Like, there's there's nothing I would improve on this game at all. Um and I don't know what else needs to be said. This game's perfect. It's linked to the past. It's the best Zelda game ever made. Yep. Um, it 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 set the course for the franchise from here on out with the two different worlds and like the three things in the first world. And then you do all this other stuff to revive the sages or do whatever that whatever you do. Almost everything except for Breath of the Wild and some of the weird other games. Like they all like Ocarina of Time, Majora, Twilight. I think Wind Waker most for the most part. Like and Skyward Sword. Like everything. You do this, and then the world opens up into this other world or whatever, and then you go from there, and then you beat the bad guy, blah, 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 blah. Like, but Link to the Past is just absolutely, it, it is literally a perfect game, and I don't know what else I can say. Fair number enough. Two, Link to the Past, that's that. Uh, number one, obviously, to no one's surprise, Ocarina. 
there's nothing else to say that I haven't already said. It's the perfect game. It is the exact Zelda game. Like, just give me Ocarina. Today's graphics, Ocarina, a bit more of a bigger open world. But give me the remake. Yeah, give me these. Just, just as kind of outdated as they are. Give me the classic dungeons, the the fire temple, the water temple, the forest temple. Like, don't give me just yeah. You're inside of an elephant, and now you're inside of a, a camel or whatever. Like. Those are great and all, but I want the classics. Um, but this game's perfection. It, it does the whole... The thing that Link to the Past started with, with the light world and dark world, this does, you know, past and present or present and future, whatever you want to call it. I don't know what's happening right now. Oh, just hold my hand. I don't it makes sense on Twitter. Just hold my hand. Keep talking. I don't, I don't know what's happening right now. James said it looks like we were holding hands in a picture. Oh. <laughs> um, so... I, all right, you're throwing me for the mirror. <laughs> um, yeah, Ocarina, it's the perfect game. I, I've played through it so many times now. The one thing I really haven't gotten to experience, and I don't know when I ever will, is the true GameCube Master Quest version okay. of it. There's the Master Quest version, or whatever they Which call really it. Which is just on, like a mirror quest, right? It's like hard difficulty, basically. Okay. Uh, yeah, it might be mirrored, but it's basically just enemies kill you in like two hits instead of three and you probably do like it's just it's just harder but it's basically the same game um but on the gamecube there was more or less a true master quest they don't change the whole world map but the levels i think are different so i don't know when i'll ever get to play that i don't know that i ever will uh my wii is officially dead uh that's a r.i.p a weird thing to say but it's dead uh <laughs> And I don't have my GameCube. I think I gave my GameCube to you. I don't even know if you still have it. I don't know it if it works. but It's gone. So yeah. I don't know when I'll ever play the True Master Quest, but God, I want to. But I don't know. We could do this again in episode 782 when we do our top 10 games of all time in the year. Metal Gear 10 was 2032, awesome. and this will probably still be number one. Um, but Ocarina of Time, number one. And obviously, my number one game of all time, never to be touched unless it gets remade in Fox Engine, which is going to happen at some point. Metal Gear Solid 3. In pachinko form. Subsistence kiss my ass about freaking pachinkos. He's uh, back. Metal Gear Solid 3 is the best video game story ever told. It, it took something that we had only... It took someone we had only known as the worst person ever, the biggest boss. See what I said there? Uh, I see what you did there. The biggest boss we've ever known. Pure evil, blah, blah, blah. And it was like, no, actually, this was probably the best soldier we ever knew. Um, This guy was a hero. He was a patriot and all this other stuff. And his government turned against him. And like, as I was alluding to earlier with Metal Gear Solid 1, Metal Gear Solid is not about Solid Snake at all. It is about Naked Snake slash Big Boss, period. Who? Big buzz. There we go. Um, it's the best story ever told. I still remember to this day when we got to that ending and when he saluted and he said, you are a true patriot, and he, and he did this, and the, the tear, I was like, what is that? How are video games doing this to me? Like, um, And I still remember, it was still, because this was after Metal Gear Solid 2, which was a complete mind F from Kojima. And if you go back, like I will never forget IGN's review of Metal Gear, Solid, Metal Gear Solid 3. One of the bylines was going back in time to do it right the first time. And I was like, oh, so Solid, this isn't, I'm Solid Snake in Vietnam for some reason, whatever, I don't know. And when they finally said, we award you the title of Big Boss, I was like, 
I don't even know. I don't, how is this even happening? I cannot. I can't even picture that this is real life. Metal Gear Solid Three to this day, so the, the the absolute most perfect game I've ever seen. If they, the only way it can get better is to do it in Fox Engine with Metal Gear Solid Five's controls, which is just, I it's almost like take me now, Lord. Like to think of that game with that control scheme, just, I. I Perfection. Metal Gear Solid 3 is my favorite game of all time. The thing that I'll always think about with Metal Gear Solid 3, which is weird, which you just kind of touched on, how did we, I mean, I don't want to speak for you, but how did I, and possibly you, and possibly hundreds, thousands, tens of thousands of other people, whatever, play through this game and not realize, oh, duh, I must be Big Boss. Oh, I'm somehow I'm Solid Snake, but it's 30 years in the past. But yeah, I'm still Solid Snake. And then it, wait, I'm Big Boss. Like it doesn't me, even make sense. How did we get this far and not realize this from the beginning, from before the game came out, that you're not Solid Snake? So they did the weird thing. If you remember the lead up to it, they did the weird thing where it was like um, Snake throwing Raiden out of the the, the starring chair. Like, see, I don't even remember that. Yeah, they they did all this thing leading up to E3 and all this other stuff, and I was like. But then it was it, what it really was for me was when IGN's review when they said going back in time to do it right the first time I was like why are they going snakes going what is like Kojima just completely freaked us all out with going from uh, maybe that's it maybe because he totally yeah, flipped the script was. in Metal Gear Solid Two they were like well I don't know what to believe uh, so. exactly yeah, and maybe. now we got five and yeah so Metal Gear Solid Three my favorite game of all time bar none I don't I don't see how anything ever surpasses it yep. So that was our top 10 games of all time, Sean. So I think we agreed, well, not agreed, but we had, I think we agreed on one, same spot, but I yeah. think we had three or four games Three or four each. that were both in They were on both 10. our lists. But neither of our number one games even made the other one's top 10. I don't know how Ocarina doesn't make your top 10. I think it's just because I played it like 19 years after it came and Maybe, out. maybe, yeah, but it is what it is. So for a lot of people, Sean, that would be the end of the podcast. But not for us. No, do you know why that is, Sean? Why is that, Kevin? Because it's that time of the week when we play the... <gasps> it's the back of the box challenge. challenge. If you didn't know, the back of the box challenge is how we end the podcast here every so often when we do the podcast here in the two-player co-op podcast. What this game is, we read a... Uh, I mean, it's the back of the box challenge. We read the we back all of the know box, how to play it. we bleep out stuff, and then they, they got to guess it. All right, I'll go first. Oh, is it Dark Souls? <laughs> One, two, three. All right, you or me first. I've got like six to choose from, so you go first. All right, I'll go. I will. I will decide which game I go with based on how difficult yours is. I don't have a whole lot of a back of a box to go by, but all right. Run, jump, swim, and Super Mario Brothers one and fly anywhere. Is this a Super Nintendo game in huge three D worlds? Is this a Nintendo sixty four game? No. Full of zany humor and the blank tood. Scrounge up the missing... The th- Do you play as a human? No. Do you play as a cat? Yes. Do you play as Bubsy? <laughs> <laughs> I was worried that might be too easy, because we always talk about Bubsy. I'm like, how have we not done Bubsy 3D yet? Shout out to Bubsy 3D. All Bubsy right. 3D. All right, well, that was too easy. So now you have to give me a, a, a this, layup. This one means a lot to you. I'll just say that. Final Fantasy 10, 7, 8, 12, Zelda. <laughs> Boogerman. <laughs> Chuck Rock 3D. <laughs> the most revolutionary action strategy game of its kind. Nothing comes close. Command and Conquer. 
Nothing comes closer to offering an exciting combination of strategy, team building, which... Oh, Rainbow Six. (laughs) Realistic three-dimensional graphics and true-to-life Special Forces action. The ultimate goal is to save yourself and the world from deadly terrorists. You must successfully complete 17 unique missions. If you die, the game isn't over. The world is. (laughs) Rainbow Six. If you ask me... I know I'm probably the only person who would say this. That is the best first person game of all time. Wow. Owen and I don't then they've been there've been so many other Rainbow Six games and I don't know if they all played like that or if they gradually got more more traditional first person shooter, but, but like like if you got shot, you're dead. It's yeah. not like oh I got to hide behind that corner before I die. Siege, like somebody answered for me uh, from the audience. I think even Siege was it was tactical and everything, but you had a life. You had essentially it was not a one hit kill. It was it was like a Call of Duty. It was like a whatever. Yeah. Okay. So but it's, God, it's still the, the the tactical and talk to your team and breach here and do all this. Blah blah. It was blah. so good. Yeah. But Rainbow Six, I, I I don't know that I played it a lot, but I remember watching you play it all the time. It was you were just so much clicking fun. And, God, I loved it. Yeah. Awesome. Well, that was the quickest back in the yeah. box ever. <laughs> Shout out to Bubsy Three. You know what I almost did? No, what? I was about to do just to really throw you for a loop, but the back of the box would have made it too easy. I was gonna just drop bubble, a bubble. close Barbie, Barbie, <laughs> just the Barbie. I think it's literally just called Barbie on the NES. But then it was like, ooh, she's the mo-, and unless I blank out she, and I'm like, well, he's gonna get it right at the bat. But. So the funny thing is, I looked up Bubble Bobble. The U.S. back of the box for Bubble Bobble is like two sentences. No, it's just screenshots. There's nothing. Oh, that's what I was gonna show you. What's on the back? I don't even know the context, but on the back of the Bubsy box, it's the back of the Bubsy, Bubsy box. box. Mortal Bobcat. <laughs> this game looks terrible, by the way. Yeah, it looks absolutely terrible. Yeah. Shout out to Bubsy. Shout out to Bubsy. Hey, shout out to everybody at Nerd901. Shout out to everybody down uh, donating on the stream. Thank you guys so much. We're over two thousand dollars. Shout out to me, Street Fighter champ. Hail to the king. Thank you. Thank. Oh, thank you. Oh, you in the back. Thank you. Thank you. Evolution is a mystery. Uh, what you didn't know is we're uh, actually doing three out of five, so we're gonna. It'll do never. It. It'll never end. Best of seventy-five and Street Fighter One is up next. Hell no. Um, and then Street Fighter twenty ten. Not even funny. All right. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for being here. Uh, as always, you can find us at youtube.com slash two-player co-op. Go ahead. Hit the subscribe button. Don't screw <laughs> me up again. We didn't have any bloopers this time. No bloopers. Uh, subscribe. Hit the little bell so you get reminded. Uh, check out our brother, youtube.com slash blur without fear. Over 13,000. So far, uh, go over to Ernie's channel. Check him out. Er- Ernie, is, I'm, I say it every time, but I'm so proud of him. He's kicking ass, and he just continues to kick the ass. Um, check out Nerd901, obviously, nerd901.com for all things nerdy in Memphis and around the globe. Uh, we have a Facebook page. We stopped updating it, facebook.com slash player co-op gaming. Uh, audio, do you like audio? I love audio. Good. You might like audio here in a little bit, but stay tuned for that. Um, it's been a lot of fun. Stay tuned to twitch.tv slash nerd901. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. And until the next time, Sean, go ahead and take us out. Thank you for playing. I nailed it! Nailed it! All right, I'm out. Mic drop. Bye-bye.